Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Yesterworld podcast. Now, before we jump in, I wanted to quickly talk about NordVPN. They're a continual sponsor of Yesterworld because every sign up through uh, the link on screen and in the description or using code Yesterworld, uh, they give me a little bonus. And the reason I use NordVPN, um, a lot of people think a VPN is only if you are pirating movies or trying to access programs from another region. And while you can use it for that, the reason I use it is because I had never realized just how vulnerable uh, my information and everyone's information uh, is on public Wi-Fi. Whether you're on your laptop or your cell phone, uh, anytime you're searching the web, anytime you're putting in uh, any passwords or credit card numbers or banking information, anyone can access that. And NordVPN, what it does is it encrypts the data going from your phone. And even on your own Wi-Fi, stops your ISP from tracking uh, what websites you go to and what you're looking at. And it's especially important if you're you know, at a coffee shop on your laptop or you're at a theme park on your iPhone and you're dealing with anything that has to do with passwords or any kind of information you wouldn't want anyone else to have. So if you want to start protecting yourself like I decided to, go to nordvpn.com yesterworld and you can save 77% off a three-year plan and it amounts to like a cup of coffee per month. So it's a small price to pay knowing that your information is kept secure. Now, with all of that being said, joining me today again is the wonderful Alicia Stella, and she is the go-to person for anything regarding theme park rumors, um, especially when it comes to Universal Studios, which is what we are talking about today. So without further ado, hello, Alicia. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, before we jump into uh, talking about theme park rumors, I wanted to say uh, congratulations for hitting 10,000 subscribers. Like, that's really cool. And Thank that's you. really awesome to see. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Uh, I've had my channel for several years and it's um, starting to, to actually kind of take off lately as I've been talking more and more about uh, theme park news and rumors. Well, that's what everybody, I mean, you had, um, which... I forget, it was a Jurassic Park or Harry Potter where in like four days it hit like a hundred K. That was the Harry Potter one. I think people are hungry for information on that because Universal hasn't said much. Right. Well, yeah. And that's what we were talking about a little bit before um, we started recording how, um, you know, Walt Disney World and Universal, they have such different styles in terms mm -hmm. of how they announce um, projects. Um, and, you know, Disney World's very like, oh, here's all of what we're doing. Here's the plans. And <laughs> yeah. Universal tends to be more, they hold off until it's pretty much about to start construction, really. I feel or like. even later. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, with, yeah, with the Skull Island Reign of Kong, I, they didn't tell us what it actually was till like two months before it opened. I remember that because we it all knew. We're like, we know what it is. And then. Yeah, they're building yeah. the temple gates. Right. I think we can figure it out. Um, but yeah, yeah, Disney announced they have like 16 rides coming in the, in the next four years. So we have a pretty good idea, but I think when Universal announced the first Wizarding World of Harry Potter, um, was coming, that was like three years in advance. And a lot of people held off on their vacation and they right. saw a dip in attendance. So ever since then, they've been very concerned and, uh, conservative about 
when they announce certain projects. Uh, today, they just announced the new Lagoon show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's going to be at Universal Studios Florida. And they kind of mentioned that a new show was going to replace the old cinematic spe- uh, spectacular. But they didn't actually announce any details of it until the month it's going to start. Uh, it's it, probably going to start later this month. It just says starting this summer. And it's like, well, it kind of already is summer. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, but, it, but that makes sense because I know when for me, when I was planning like my trip to Universal the first time, I think I think we me and my friend did that where it was like, oh, we'll wait until Harry Potter's open, you know, and so otherwise we probably would have gone the year before. But you want to save up that money, you know, to have a really good vacation. Um, so it makes sense on their end, you know, but, and with the, uh, Harry Potter coaster opening at Hogsmeade, they, they made an announcement that dueling, uh, dragon challenge, excuse me, that dragon challenge was going to close, uh, back in September. And they just briefly said that it was going to be replaced with something that's a, um, wizarding world of Harry Potter attraction. Uh, that'll be, uh, the most immersive, uh, and highly themed coaster they've ever done. And that's about all they've said about it. Which is pretty, to me, that's very intriguing because, um, I mean, I guess, well, I guess Forbidden Journey wouldn't be considered a coaster, but um, Gringotts would be, right? That's considered a coaster. Yeah, I mean, it's on a coaster track. So, but, and to me, that's really well, that's one of the best themed attractions in terms of the queue. And, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you really feel like, um, you know, you're there and just the attention to detail when you're walking through the, the bank it's ridiculous it's like so crazy how they you know it's like i i love disney like so much um you know indiana jones is my favorite ride with the immersion that they do with that but universal's really stepping up their game and giving us like temple of doom like immersion in some of their attractions which is fun well and I think a lot of people are disappointed that it ended up being a little more screen heavy than they were expecting. Right. Because when you see the Gringotts, um, like the the coaster type track in the movie, you think it's going to be very coaster like ride. Mm-hmm. And with it stopping and starting and stopping at different screens, I think some people were disappointed. And also um, Universal got a lot of complaints that uh, Forbidden Journey isn't that great for smaller kids. So they actually mm-hmm. maybe tone down the coaster elements of Gringotts, even though there's a couple pretty uh, uh, somewhat thrilling elements. It's still pretty tame for a coaster. Right. And that makes sense. Because, yeah, for bit like I remember when I first rode Forbidden Journey, um, I'd I think we were there maybe a year and a half after it opened. And I like I um, intentionally stayed away from any kind of like spoilers or <laughs> or what the ride was really about. And when I wrote it, it was just so such a crazy experience or upside. I mean, that part when you go upside down is so intense, like with the uh, Whomping Willow, because you're just like you don't expect to go that far back on that kind of seating arrangement. And it was just so intense. And it was like the perfect blend of practical ride effects and screen uh technology in my opinion at least yeah and it was very unique it still is very unique at the time um i mean gringotts has some unique elements where the screen elements the the coaster stops and the actual track pieces move like a simulator Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like the track itself is a motion base and then when you move on you're still on a 
rotating essentially with the mummy coaster, but it rotates. Right. So it's a lot of, it's incorporating a lot of technologies, but still Forbidden Journey blows me away. So what are a uh, good segue into, um, I was, I was, you did it earlier. I was do it. Dueling Dragons was the Harry Potter version, right? No, Dueling Dragons was the Lost Continent version, the original version. Um, Dragon, Dragon Challenge. Challenge. I always do Potter that. Version. I don't know why, because it's, it has dragons in it. So I get mixed up. Um, and, um, and I was thinking about it earlier. I actually kind of miss, uh, that area of Lost Continent when the park first opened, it was right. called Merlin, Merlinwood mm -hmm. and Merlinwood was, um, cause like the, the bottom half of Lost Continent still exists today, but the top mm -hmm. half was Merlinwood. It was more of like Knights of the Round Table type, right. uh, and, uh, uh, medieval structures. And the Hogshead was, uh, a medieval themed restaurant or like a fantasy restaurant with like inside a tree yeah. or something like that. Or... Yes. Um, and it's strangely, it's very similar cause it's in the same spot. That back porch is exactly the same as it has always looked. They just repainted the brickwork. Mm. Um, I think they even utilized the same kitchen and everything. Um, so it's interesting to go in there and kind of still remember what it used to look like. I wish um, I had that. Like my first trip was in, well, whenever, like a year. So 2013, probably, or 14. But I really wish I had, you know, like last time when we talked about confrontation. Right, I right. really wish I had. Luckily, I got to ride Jaws. But I really wish I had, um, you know, confrontation. But even, like, in Islands of Adventure, because all I know of it is Harry Potter. Like, you know, that, like you said, <laughs> the first part is the Lost Continent. And then you're Harry Potter. And it doesn't have the medieval stuff you know anymore right the flight of the hippogriff was flying unicorn um and it's the same coaster it just has different theming and the trains look a little different right uh they used to look like uh steel unicorns and now they're wicker uh hippogriffs um, right and uh dueling dragons um when it when it uh, i think i went to the employee preview with a friend who was working there at the time mm -hmm. in um 98 is that when it opened 99 and that was actually the first real coaster I ever went on. I, I don't even think I'd been on Space Mountain yet. Oh, wow. Because I was always scared of roller coasters when I was younger. And, and in high school, when Dueling Dragons, uh, when the park was just about to open, um, my friend's like, no, you have to go on it. Uh, we're going on everything. <laughs> so I went on it, and it was the first coaster I ever done. I did the fireside. And, and like, I was blown away. Um, like, it was terrifying going up the lift hill and everything. But that ride, when it was dueling, was, like, a whole different kind of experience than in the later years. Um, just in the queue alone, like, I remember waiting three hours in that queue. Mm. Um, and back then, there was thousands of skulls, like, human skulls in the caves. Um, and when you first walk in, there's uh, Merlin's talking to you, and you hear his voice, and there'd be a room that's like uh, fire and then another room that's ice and the ice room, everything's covered in icicles and it's hmm. actually freezing in there. And now it just has, well, and until it closed, it had right. the floating candles and they just kind of darkened everything. They ripped out all the skulls, um, the big doors they used to bang. Um, and that, that carried over to when Potter took over where it's like these giant doors and you would assume there's dragons behind it because you hear the dragons. But right. I think some idiot put their head up against it. Of course. <laughs> and it, it injured them so they no longer would. It's uh... always, it's like, I understand from a liability perspective, but it just sucks when you have a really cool, mm -hmm. innovative gag or whatever you want to call it. And then someone just 
like I understand, but it's always just like, oh, because there's so many of that actually be a fun video to explore, like um, all those little tiny details <laughs> that are shut down because of For safety reasons. Yeah. Like I, I, that lasted more than a decade, you know, it lasted into yeah. the Potter uh, transition. Like even in uh, Temple of Doom, um, in one of my videos, I talk about it briefly, but in the room where the um, the uh, the uh, the blocks, um, you know, that are that look like they're coming from the ceiling, um, there right. was going to one, you know, because in the movie, when you step on the stone, the triangle like stones on the ground, you know, it causes something to happen. Um and in the ride, there was going to be like this little, I think it was like a one and a half inch uh, piece that rose above the ground. And if a guest stepped on it, then, you know, one of the blocks would look like it was going to fall. But I guess I've they heard would trip on it, though. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> I've heard two versions. One was that people were tripping on the switch on the ground. And then the other version was just that they were afraid, like if a, a parent had their kids on their shoulder um, okay. that you know, maybe their head would bump into it or something like that. But it was only active for like just such a, it was only for like preview or not even previews. I think it was just for the technical like rehearsals mm -hmm. and they shaved it down. And one of the stones, you can kind of see which one it was. But anyway, so, um, yeah. And then they used to have knights like skewered knights or maybe I'm thinking of uh, Animal, oh, Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, yeah, yeah. the cave. Because there was a rumor, I don't think it's true, but that when they got rid of those knights from the river cruise ride, you know, the dragon cave, that they went to Universal. But I, I think I always thought that was just kind of a, a rumor someone made up. Yeah, I don't think that's true. But there was frozen and uh, burnt up knights in the, the two rooms of the queue. There was like a, a, a full um, coat of arms right. riding a horse that's frozen above you in the queue. And it was pretty impressive. Well, the other rumor, of course, was, and not actually, it's more of a uh, kind of like between fact and rumor that when Beastly Kingdom went, you know, they pulled the plug oh, yeah. on it, that Universal's like, hey, guys, why don't you come over to Universal? And a lot of them still had like some of the ideas and the plans. Yeah. And so I mean, a suspended yeah. coaster yep. was going to be one of the main attractions at Beastly Kingdom. Right. Um, and there's always that there's the story that uh, Eisner toward uh, Islands of Adventure oh, yeah, and that yeah. was the day that it officially died and they gave up on Beastly Kingdom because they're like, well, they, it would look like we're copying them now. Because a lot of those people that were working on Beastly Kingdom, I read just was like, all right, you're you're gone. Or they were put on kind of like a in like a limbo of like, oh, we'll hire you back when we start doing this again. So a lot of them were kind of out of a job and were like, all right, I guess I'll go to Universal, you know? What's funny is I always think about how that the whole concept of a land is just cursed. It's it, it didn't it, it never came to fruition and now it's Pandora in the one park and when it finally did come to fruition in this park with unicorns and dragons, it gets replaced with Harry Potter. So right. it is truly the lost continent. Not it, meant cannot, to be. <laughs> yeah. So then what's the what's the scoop on the new uh dragon ch or what's it going to um I mean, is there any more news mm -hmm. on that, on what it's going to be like? The coaster? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, what's interesting is because the other one was a very tall, loud steel, uh, two steel um, suspended coasters. And it, it definitely kind of broke the immersion of the new Hogsmeade Village mm -hmm. when you're walking by and you have this like Six Flags style right. roller coaster right there. So I think it was always in the plans to remove it and put something else here. 
and um, even in the early concept art for the land, if you look to the right where there should be dueling dragons, uh, there was just trees. And I think that uh, J.K. Rowling and Warner Brothers are getting their wish and we're going to see, you know, thousands of trees planted here in a very low to the ground roller coaster that's hmm. more um, blending in with the area. Because it's half, it's like indoor, outdoor, right? Both yeah, kinda... I'd say it's mostly outdoors. It's going to have three individual indoor scenes that are spread out. So instead of like a, a large show building, it's three smaller buildings. So it's like indoor, outdoor, indoor, outdoor, kind of in between? Yeah, but hmm. for the majority of the track, it's <clears throat> going to be outside. Um, I think people were misreporting because Universal has called it a highly themed uh, coaster. People have just assumed that that means it's going to be all inside. But right. um, I would say... Thunder Mountain or Expedition Everest are highly themed coasters and right, yeah. more than half of it, it takes place outside. So do we know anything more about um, like the store, like what it's going to be about, you know, cause every ride has a story like, you know, Forbidden Journey, Gringotts or, or the I've been rumors. following, I've been following the project for about a year now since before uh, Dragon Challenge closed. Um, and I've been piecing together little bits of rumors and pieces mm -hmm. of information here and there. So I've kind of figured out what most of the story is, or at least how it's all going to tie together. Um, and it definitely looks like the star of the attraction is going to be Hagrid. Hmm. Um, uh, I can go through it scene by scene. Uh, oh, yeah. Based I mean, on the, the I, track would, layout. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, everyone knows it's all, you know, kind of, I assume, more speculation slash rumors. So. But, yeah. it's, but it's always fun to talk about and then see what eventually does happen, whether yes. it becomes that or something else. But yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear sure. the, the scene by scene <laughs> breakdown. Well, the old um, Q building has uh, they, they kept it during all of the construction, but they've kind of gutted it and they're using the the old um, load unload stations as the new stations for this one, but they connected mm -hmm. them together is because it's only one coaster now instead of two. Oh, okay. So what used to be the load unload for the fire dragon or the Chinese fireball is now just the load station for the new coaster. Oh. And the, the blue side is now the unload station. I'm um, glad. I'm glad they're trying something different. You know, it would have been like, rather than just kind of be like, oh, we're going to do another variation of, you know, kind of the race between each other kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think... Well, when they redid the the Hulk coaster, uh, it was they they turned their attention to this one, and it was either we're going to retract this or we're going to replace it with something completely different. And I'm kind of glad they're going in a different direction, even though mm -hmm. it was my first coaster, and right. you know, I got a little sentimental about it. But when it stopped dueling, it lost a little bit of its magic. Did they um, stop doing doing the dueling part? It was still dueling when it opened as a Harry Potter ride, um, but uh, a couple people were injured. Hmm. Uh, due to loose articles and even oh, yeah. with the metal detectors, it's just for safety's sake. Uh, it was reprogrammed to never allow for dueling again. So you'd have one launch and then they'd wait yeah, the safe period. It. And yeah, because exactly. I honestly don't, I, I think I wrote it like once or twice on my first and second visit. So I don't remember. I think the first time might have been the dueling and then I don't know, it depends when they stopped it. Yeah, it was definitely a lot less impressive or dynamic when they stopped dueling it. I remember I used to go on it. I would get angry. Uh, I'd be like, oh, they didn't time it right. And like, I'd be angry that it didn't duel. And then mm. that became the norm. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to get used to this. Yeah, that always uh, seems to happen. So 
we're gonna you load on the train at the old fire station and it's going now the the coaster is going the opposite direction so it's gonna start going out the building where the fire dragon used to end mm-hmm. and um most of the track's going to be like kind of low to the ground but there's going to be a lot of launches so uh no lift hills or anything like that mm. so it's going to be a lot of fast parts uh right. and from everything I haven't gotten any kind of confirmation on this but everyone keeps saying that the the coaster trains are going to be like uh, Hagrid's motorbike with the sidecar okay um I don't know if that means it's like six motorbikes in a row and, and everyone's getting in a motorbike that's connected or maybe it's a train being pulled by one motorbike hey, it could be like an ET kind of thing where everyone has their own bike you know like a bike right. and then the side bike and then behind them um you know cuz I think that's kind of how um the uh beastly kingdom coaster was going to be like pod wise you know it was going to be like everyone kind of in their own little individual thing so So i could see that i think it's going to be very similar to cheetah hunt i don't think it's going to be like an actual like tron light cycle where you sit on a bike i think it might just look like a bike but it's actually just normal seating Mm. uh based on some of the uh things that happen on the ride uh so the first scene um, you're going to turn out of the building and you're outside, but it's going to feel very themed. Um, the example I use is the, the outdoor scene on Thunder Mountain with like the, uh, flooded village, the flooded town, Right. like that's a highly themed coaster that happens to also be outside. And I don't think Universal's ever really done that before. Mm-hmm. They've done, you know, lots of themed indoor coasters and then barely themed outside coasters like Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket or Hulk doesn't really have the theming outside that the mummy or Gringotts does inside. So this will be uh, kind of a new thing for them. And the first scene is going to have you coming face to face with the flying Weasley car. Hmm. Um, so like you're turning a corner and it's coming at you and you're going to like, uh, it's kind of wibbly wobbling. And from the track, it looks like there's some banking here. So you're wibbly wobbling and then you turn away from each other, like a little game of chicken. Hmm. Uh, and that's going to be like the first scene. And then the, there's going to be a fast launch that's going to take you uh, around the front of the area where the queue entry is. Mm-hmm. So people entering the queue can see all the um, the coaster trains kind of launching into this first turn. Um, and that's going to take us into our first indoor scene. And that's where Hagrid will be. And from everything I'm hearing, it's going to be a Hagrid uh, animatronic, mm, like a full good. size person, not a screen, not a Musion effect, but an actual animatronic. That's what I would like to see personally. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any screens on this ride at all. If there's a pre-show, there might be a Musion scene like uh, Gringotts has, and I'm fine with that. But the actual ride, no screens. And it makes Uh, sense because they're getting under so much fire lately for relying on just screens, you know, between. I mean, you could go on and on about every example, but... (laughs) Yeah, and it makes sense in a way that they'd be like, okay, we can still do it, you know, like kind of to prove everyone that they can still make yeah. a non-screen-based ride. And I think there's some credence to the the fact that when it's someone else's property, they do, a, I don't want to say a better job, but you can tell they have eyes on them. Mm-hmm. When it's Fast and Furious and it's their own property, they're like, meh. We'll just do whatever we feel like. Or, right. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Although that one, actually, I kind of like. <laughs> yeah, it's always my kind of guilty pleasure. It's like um, fun. But this one, I, they have to they have to hold it to a higher standard, I think. Um, and it's just about time to do something a little more practical. So this scene is uh, inside. 
uh, it's got Hagrid and he's showing off one of the creatures from the wizarding world. Um, there's been lots of guesses on to what it is. It's, um, she's providing some, uh, input as well. She's across the room. She's like a million miles away. <laughs> um, she's been reading over your document. So she's just adding some information. Um, the, the, the rumor I like is a uh, blast ended scrut, which, um, is not anything from the films, but it's in the books and it's something that Hagrid, like a hybrid that Hagrid made himself. Hmm. Um, and when it gets startled or when it's fighting, I think it like, um, blasts. Uh, and I, I like that idea because it matches what happens next. There's a, a launch out of this little building. Hmm. So maybe the animal gets startled or Hagrid's just showing it off and it's like, look what it can do. And then it blasts us right out of the wall, um, right out of the hut and into like a super fast, even more than the, the last one, a launch. And this one um, from the track supports, you can really see it's like a, a figure eight, uh, all bank turns. So we're going to be going pretty fast. Uh, from the water drainage permits, you can see this is going to be going over water right here, hmm. um, which was kind of an element in the the Dragon Challenge. Right. There was a, a water element in the middle. Um, so after this figure eight, it's going to send us through this um, kind of tre trench near the water, and then we go into another launch. So what do we have to three now? Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a big circle that takes us um, into um, another slow outside show scene where uh the three-headed dog will be fluffy um <laughs> now do you think that'll be an animatronic or a screen or well i guess if there are no screens then i i think it's going to be a limited motion animatronic because it's outside mm -hmm. it'll be like covered by rock work and stuff but i think it's going to be um if you've ever been on flight of the hippogriff there's mm -hmm. the hippogriff that nods to you mm -hmm. i think yeah. it'll be the, the same company that did that one um where it has limited motion, but we'll be going by it. So it doesn't have to be too impressive, right. but the size of it is going to be full scale. So like we're imagine the full size fluffy. I know that's uh, what, that's the impressive part. You. Cause like, and they can do it. I mean, they've shown with Kong, you know, King Kong, they make, can make a gigantic, yeah. you know, uh, animatronic with very detailed, uh, facial animation. So, so, um, we're just going to get a, a quick look at uh, Fluffy, and then we're going to make another turn to our left. And this one's going to be the second inside scene. And I think it's going to look like a cave. And this is the one that if you've seen the construction photos, it's quite impressive. We start going forward up an incline. Um, they call it a spike because you're just going straight up to a dead end. And it's like three or four stories tall. Um, we're launched into it. So that's launch number four. Uh, we're launched straight up. So we're like on our backs going towards the sky, but we're inside this dark cave um, and we start to slow down because we're losing momentum and then we fall backwards and it is like free fall down oh, this wow. three story fall, but they call it a family coaster. So I don't know exactly. Um, this, this is the high end of family, if you ask me. Right. Uh, yeah, kid, kids are more brave now than, than I think they used to be. So. Well, like Expedition coasters. Everest is uh, the, kind of a, a pretty thrilling one, but it's still considered family. I think this is uh, along those lines. So we're falling backwards out of the cave, but there was a track switch behind us. So now we're just going straight instead of turning back toward Fluffy. Um, and we're going backwards and we hit another launch, which launches us into 360 turn upward. Hmm. Um, that's launch number five. And this takes us into the third and final inside scene. 
Um, and I think it's going to be like vines are surrounding us. It's getting darker. Mm-hmm. And um, the only vines I can think of that are from the Wizarding World is uh, the Devil's Snare. Right. And the Devil's Snare like grips onto everything that comes in contact with it. So it's going to grab our train and then we're going to stop. Um, and then when we stop, uh, I don't know how, but somehow we're going to get free and we're going to fall straight down. And that's the vertical track uh, drop um, drop track, which, uh, if you've ever been to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, Verbolton has it or 13 at Alton towers, uh, which is the same manufacturer. I think it's like a mini tower of terror moment where you drop a story and a half straight down on the track. Wow. Yeah. I've never been a big fan of the, like the straight free fall stuff, but I guess on a, tr- on a coaster, it just never, never seems as, you know, severe, Versus like yeah. a Tower of Terror where like I don't mind one drop, I guess. I just always have a <laughs> iffy time with like the ones where it's drop, 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 you know, where it's no, like constant, and it's going to you know? be, I think it's going to be exciting because it's like um, all this fast stuff and then you go up and you go backwards mm-hmm. and then you stop and then you drop. Um, and as soon as you drop, yeah. we're going to be launched one last launch and this time forward because we went into there going backwards. So we're going to drop and then go forward. So instead of having to do a track switch or rotate or anything like that, you just go in, drop, launch out forward. And this launch probably going to be the biggest one because the track has to go up really high and go over the cave and it takes us to the end of the ride. Um, so that's six launches. And I can't think of another coaster that has that many launched elements. No, um, neither can I. I mean, it sounds <laughs> like it'll be, I mean, I guess I'm surprised that there, I'd always heard the rumor that they were going to, um, like theme it around the new Fantastic Beasts movies or the, um, you know, the new series of Harry Potter films. So it's interesting that they're going to implement elements from the originals to me at least. It's keeping in with the time of Hogsmeade because Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley take place in different times uh, in the stories. And this is earlier in the story. Um, and then uh, Diagon Alley is toward the end of the, the Harry Potter series stories. Right. That makes sense. Because so, especially with J.K. Rowling, because she's all like she has, you know, yeah, hunt like so much control. So I could see her saying like, no, you're going to keep it themed because she's all about keeping the theming. So that and so far, the sense. Fantastic Beasts, the first one took place in New York. I think the second one's going to be in Paris. Um, so these aren't locations that are from the original series. Uh, so it wouldn't make sense to go from Hogwarts and Hogsmeade to Paris or, or New York or something. Mm-hmm. So um, I think if there's going to be Fantastic Beasts, and there probably will be, it'll be in the new park that they're planning for uh, the oh, new yeah. property that they bought. Um, which I was going to mention it later, but yesterday um, a trademark was filed or it was found for uh, something that Universal trademarked the term Fantastic Worlds. Oh, that's that's interesting. So if I was going to name a new park, I could see Universal's Fantastic Worlds as being kind of like an Islands of Adventure of mm-hmm. a grouping of different IP-based lands. <laughs> Um, or maybe it's just going to be the new land, the, the name for um, lands based on the Fantastic Beast series because it's got the same word in it. Right. Um, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, they're really stepping up their game because for a long time, I feel like they were kind of like, you know, the underdog and they had some good attractions, but they they struggled with theming. I think that was their biggest issue for a long time. 
Yeah, was, there was a um, lot of uh, here's a building and it has a facade, but you can still right. see all the building. And it's like we're in a film studio. Right. And, and there wasn't anything like Indiana Jones where you were just completely immersed 100 percent. You know, I mean, I assume even while writing Jaws, I you could probably look across and see, you know, the, you know, Back to the Future or, you know, what I assume. Or, you know, like when you're on Jaws, you could probably turn around and see the other parts of Universal. Jaws wasn't that bad, um, but you could the beginning and end. Yeah, definitely. Once yeah. you get to the middle, it was pretty good. The, the boathouse and the fire scene. Right. Whereas with Disney, they're very good about keeping you. You know, like when you're in line for Pirates, you're in New Orleans, or at least in terms of Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, when you're on Splash Mountain, you're in Critter Country, you know. So it's like you have a hard time kind of feeling like you're not in one of the areas. But Universal's kind of struggled with that um, in certain aspects. So it makes sense that they're kind of, I mean, they're just really going all for. I, I like, think the, the new park, if I was to guess, is going to be kind of their version of the Magic Kingdom. Hmm. Um because the first one, uh, they did the studio park with the different lands based on backlots. And the Islands of, Islands of Adventure does the Lagoon uh, Loop design. Right. I think we're due for a hub and spoke design. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that Universal would like to have a little more family friendly fare um, and a lot more, I'm hoping, dark rides. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> like they're, 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 they're keeping the adventure park um, adventurous with the coasters like this is a, a coaster replacing a coaster and um if the rumors i'm hearing are true they're talking about adding another coaster to jurassic park at islands of adventure so this could be like their adventure park and then maybe the the fourth park or right. third park depending on if you count volcano bay yeah i've heard um, some rumblings about the jurassic world park coaster or whatever that's what you know what's going on yeah and we can talk about that uh, there's not much more about the Harry Potter coaster except that it opens in 2019, probably in the summer. And one day here, they'll announce the name of it so I can stop calling it the Harry yeah. Potter coaster. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's still a pretty quick turnaround for them to, you know, having, I feel I feel like they just, de, you know, demolished it not that long ago. Yeah, and then, no, it was in the fall you know. of last year. So, you know, it's definitely going in. Uh, half the track is up now. And once all the track's up, they're going to build those uh, three structures and, retheme the queue and they're good to go well they'll have to plant uh, a thousand trees but that shouldn't take too long right and i assume they're not going to like plant them and wait for them to grow they're going to like grab a bunch of <laughs> no. pre-existing trees and toy story land is any indication uh they went from dirt to trees in a matter of uh two weeks it was pretty yeah. impressive yeah. so so what's going on with uh the jurassic park side of things well this i, I don't have as much solid information on this but for years, there's been rumors of a new coaster uh, going to Jurassic Park. Originally, it was going to be like a, a wooden kitty coaster mm -hmm. um, themed to like an amber mine. So because um, there is a little area at Camp Jurassic now where you go in and there's amber on the walls huh. and there's caves and stuff. And it's beautiful in there. So the idea would be this is just like a, a mine cart type coaster through a mine for filled with amber. You'll have to wonder. I don't think I've actually entered... Because, you know, you can't get on the Pterodon Flyer. Uh... Oh, you have to check it out. Behind uh, Pterodon Flyers, like right behind it near the exit, there are these caves, and huh. it is beautiful. It is like uh, Tom Sawyer Island, but really? uh, mixed with the lighting effects of Thunder Mountain. It's beautiful in there. It's what I love about, like, even though I live near the Orlando Parks, like, there's always, I don't know, like, aspects that I still haven't explored 
probably because like I always assumed, oh, like that's a kiddie area and that I'm not allowed on the ride anyways, which I, I still oh. do not understand that rule of that you have well, to the have. Line, you know. I think the line would get too long. Also, there's a weight distribution issue where uh, if an adult goes on that's over a certain weight, it would have to be an empty car with the adult. Right. So really only an adult and a child could go on the ride for the weight. I always thought um, I could bring like a sack of potatoes or something at <laughs> least just because I want to go on it. I borrowed or, someone's kid once so I could go on it. It's a really nice ride. It's short though, but it's nice. I guess you could do that. Just be like, hi, not to be creepy. Can I borrow Timmy for <laughs> well, like no, five minutes? It was a friend. Minutes? It was friend. <laughs> Someone I knew. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to wait for like my nieces and nephews or something to yeah, exactly. come down. Um, but you definitely should explore that area, uh, especially if you like Jurassic Park, because I love the architecture. Hmm. Yeah, um, I'll definitely do that There's like next a lookout time. tower that's themed to the original raptor pen from the first movie. And just looking up at that tower, you can kind of see it from King Kong, but looking up at that tower and the um, the electrified fence uh, gates, it's pretty cool. It's Because that's all based on the first movie. Yeah, I'll definitely. That'll be my number one stop the next time I get over there in the next couple weeks. Just don't give up until you find those caves because they're a little hard to find. They're on the. Well, that's part of what probably makes it special too is that you know it's not. No one's in there. It's like all to yourselves. There's no giant sign saying Mm -hmm. you know here's where everything is. I mean, it looks like you just go into the exit for the ride, so no one walks toward it usually. That's probably why I never ventured in there in the first place. So next door to that used to be the Triceratops Encounter. Um, And since they closed the Triceratops Encounter or Triceratops Discovery Trail, I think it was called in its later years, Mm -hmm. um, they've opened the Raptor Encounter. Right. Which uh, Blue from Jurassic World just made her debut and she's incredible. She looks compared because the the other, the the original one, I was kind of laughed at. I'm like, the eyes don't, it looks like that, like a hand puppet that you buy at like Target or something. But this one. It looks like a Jim Henson uh, puppy dog type character. It's, there's something cute about the original one. This one is intimidating. This is very realistic. Yeah, I can tell from the pictures. And and she blinks now and and her mouth closes all the way. That's like the biggest thing to me. The Jurassic Park raptors, their mouths could close and the raptor encounter one when it it couldn't close its mouth otherwise so you could always see its teeth and there's something creepy about it when you can't see the raptor's teeth right um, like when it does that lip snarl in the first movie like now it looks like that well it had more of a cartoony appearance in general yeah. but it was I, friendlier like just looking at the now. pictures it's like terrifying like <clears throat> the the texture of the skin and the teeth and the eyes oh, yeah. and man so they built that um three years ago for when the first jurassic world came out and they've they've added blue now for when the second movie's coming out. Right. But that only takes up like five percent of the total land that was the Triceratops Trail. It is just right at the very. Yeah, I've always entrance. I've always wondered. So because I again never got to ride it or walk through it. So how much? Because like, can you walk me through and everyone else briefly the Triceratops encounter? Sure. Like from because I think we all kind of you know, realize that the queue is where that big stone of the Triceratops skeleton is. You would enter there at that big stone uh, photo op. It used to say Triceratops Encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would go through kind of a winding, it, was, it would act both as a queue and also just a walkthrough attraction until you got to the end. Um, you kind of see the game warden station. Okay. Uh, they would have props, the um, they big boxes like the beginning of Jurassic Park with the raptors delivered in. Did they shake? They like... <laughs> no, <clears throat> this they're, they're like empty. They're they're in between being used uh. at this time. Um, but also the um, and I think it might have been the screen used one. I'm not sure, but the uh, 
the feeding apparatus for the raptor mm -hmm. scene in the first movie where they have the cow lowered right. in and it's all tore up when it comes back up. The tore up one was in the line. Oh, wow. I could totally see that being from the movie. It makes sense. Yeah. And just a few months ago, it was still there. You can kind of really look through the trees. You could see things. You could see the props in the, the walkthrough area it was never really uh, dismantled. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. But it now, it's, now it a, probably is, right? Oh, yeah, now it is. Oh, dang. It, I missed it was even used in a commercial recently for um, for Universal, the like vacation, like you mean it commercials or whatever. Uh, they actually show a scene with the CG Raptors. And when it shows the guy, he's standing in that part with the little game warden station. So they filmed, I think it was in December or January. So it got one more use before they. Uh, so how many how many years then was that just sitting there? Uh, it was. It was open per periodically. Um, I don't have it in front of me. I, I could open it up on Wikipedia. But I think it closed uh, like a decade ago, but then it opened for a year and then closed again in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, and then it sat there for the last six years or whatever. Um, if you search YouTube, uh, people who are brave or, right, yeah, Adam or dumb enough yeah. to post their face on a video uh, exploring it. Urban well, explorers. that's probably why. Well... I mean, I, I love Adam the Woo, a uh, great content creator, but I think that's where he got in trouble because he did that where he actually Nickelodeon. snuck. Yeah, he snuck into, and they still had at least one of, I think he, yeah. they had one of the tri Triceratops still. And then between that and the Nickelodeon one, they kind of. Yeah. Um, and I think that they, they when they reopened it, they had just one, but originally there was multiple three, staples. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of the videos I've seen on YouTube, it's creepy. Like they're missing their faces and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, um, you couldn't pay me to do that at night. Like, and I'm so, always surprised. The, how do you think, like, little side tra trail, how do you think people, like, security, like, they have people everywhere, cameras everywhere. How are these people getting into those areas, even as recently as, like, a couple years ago? Like, do they just not keep well, a lot of eyes on it, it? It's off an employee path, and I don't think, no, I don't think there's cameras on that Um in recent years, one of the stables was being used for entertainment for the Raptor Encounter people, like mm -hmm. as a, um, a backstage dressing room and break area. Um, another one was being used for storage. Um, uh, so because can... it's not a guest area, I, I guess they just felt they didn't have to put a camera on it. Um, so you can kind of to... you can kind of sneak in there, like pretty if you undetected. could pretend you're like a team member going through the backstage gate oh, yeah. and then get in. That'd be one thing. Um, if you were to do it by the hot dog stand in the back, you might get noticed. Right. Um, which is where I would uh, look through the foliage to see if there's still stuff back back there. It's behind the hot dog stand. Uh, across Man, I wish the, I knew that. I should have looked at because I've always known about it, but I never thought about it because I've been here for you know almost two years. I mean, there, there wouldn't years. be much to see, just the back of a, a, a Jurassic Park crate. And uh, oh, the, still, I, I love that. I don't care. <laughs> it could be a tree or like I just love seeing extinct. Like, I love going to Animal Kingdom and seeing, like, the remnants of the, you know, the fire-breathing dragon rock wall that yeah, no one... Covered it, in vines now. It's... I understand because they don't want to get rid of it, but they're kind of, like, wanting to cover it in a way, so they're letting nature do its, it's thing. more Pandora-ish, I guess. But, man, it's like... I wish I could have ridden it at least once. I know it wasn't like an exciting attraction. It was not that great. It was, did, I was got... there. It was not great. <laughs> it was pretty awful, actually. Just mosquitoes and uh, boring spieling. And um, like, because there was two different ways you could go. And one right. had the uh, the iguanodon in the in the, the river in yep. front of Dinosaur. But you could see that from walking by Dinosaur. You didn't have to go on the river ride. And yeah. then the other one had the cave. And 
uh, it was just a fire effect. And by then they had already removed the, uh, the dead knights. So it yeah. was just a fire. Well, effect. that only lasted for, uh, employee previews from what I well, was yeah, told. I went, I went for the employee preview. I actually saw the, um, big red, uh, dead elephant. You saw big red, dead, red. Wow. That's crazy. I remember getting off that and getting so angry because that and the baby elephant you are s- not real. And they kept saying that animal kingdom is filled yep. with only real animals. That's this safari is filled with only real animals. Right. And I got off and I told the cast members, I was like, you really can't say that because you have uh, fake animals at the end of the ride. And that is exactly why it lasted like three days. Like you're the but first person I've talked to like a decade, yeah. I think. Yeah. Cause they, they just moved her to the end and they were like, oh, they just mentioned her being captured on the thing. And you could see her trunk in the back of the, the, the truck and they're like, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. She was a full she was a full bodied, you know, like. But why have an animatronic if you claim this is a real animal attraction? Yeah, I think it was. I'm glad it's gone. Like I see what there. It's just funny when you look at I think in one of my broken and abandoned videos, I kind of went through it because at first, yeah, they had. You know, the dead elf, which I was like, holy crap. And it was like... It looked real, yeah. too. I've seen a picture recently, and I was like, I can't believe that was yeah. on the ride. And then they had, you know, and then they scrapped that. But the, over the years, like, the plot became more and more, like, less about the elephant to where at the end it was just like, oh, look, there's a baby elephant. And so, yeah, yeah. you know, they slowly over, like, a decade... And they still have... They have a little display near the elephant scene now with uh, poacher stuff. And it's right. like, uh, poaching is a problem. And they still yep. mention it, but... Not to the extent that it was a full storyline and there was a chase. Yep. They had the Jeep uh, that would race by and like yeah. shoot at you and like that. I read that that got closed down because it got struck by lightning so many times. Oh, interesting. Because it's out in the middle of. Um, <laughs> for a time, I like knew all about that. You know, it's funny when you do research for something and then like it kind of slowly goes out your brain. But it's it's a fascinating like story of like, like what it used to have in there. The all the waterfalls in the the last part now you go through this little waterfall section. I like it's beautiful. I think yeah. it's a nice there addition. To, and there used to be geysers, and I mean that whole last period was. And that's the problem was it was like oh a leisure kind of tour through the jungle, and then all of a sudden it randomly became quick, we got to go save the elephant. And <laughs> yeah. it became like this chase ride. And people were like, wait, well, I thought this was a safari and got confused. Other than the bridge collapsing under you, that everything was real. I finally you know? got to, I'd always been told they got rid of that as well. But I think it was like ha- maybe six months ago or something that I wrote it and it still works once in a yeah, while, I guess. Back. Yeah, it's not always working, but I, I noticed it was back after being gone for years or a couple yeah. of years. Which, um, is, which is funny because again, it's like, <clears> you know, taking elements that used to be there and i read someone said that baby the red elephant is still there it's just like in a cast member area like inside one of the trucks yeah yeah it's funny how did we get on (laughs) i don't know so we're talking about the um oh yeah the Uh, the stable uh, whichever one they lead you into and they do like a 10 minute presentation where um it, it couldn't be it's like the what would be the most boring uh, way to meet a dinosaur and it's like well the, the, let's we're doing a checkup it's a medical checkup right like from the movie <laughs> uh, except the movie was like sick and breathing right. and this one's just kind of like he's he's normal and he's like oh you got to poke me and prod me you're checking my eyeball <clears throat> they're um it, it, it snots on people hmm. <laughs> and, and and i only did it like a couple times i really enjoyed the cue more than i did the actual triceratops and they spent like three million dollars each on these triceratops Man, um, it just wasn't worth it to me. I, I like the hatching uh, Velociraptor better in the um, Discovery Center. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think a lot of the times it's a cool concept on paper, and then 
you know, like, like I would love to go through that queue. Um, uh, obviously I won't get to, but the ride at the, or the attraction itself, I could see kind of being underwhelming. You're like, this is it. Well, once you've done it once, it's like, it's not yeah. like a ride ride, like Jurassic Park, the ride, not only do you get to see dinosaurs, but there's like, you know, the element of the drop at the end and it yeah. moves. And this is just, you're standing in a stable, um, in a pile of hay and there's a, a guy doing the exact same checkup every single yeah. time. I love Jurassic Park, the, the ride, lines. but I hate, I don't know why I just, I don't mind like Splash Mountain or Dudley Do-Right or those kind of drops, but Jurassic Park just get like, I just, I hate that because it's such a, it's almost like a free fall. And it's well, just, when they built yeah. it, it was the um, steepest, uh, 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 steepest drop of any water flume ride. Yeah, I believe it. I hate mm-hmm. it. Like, I just, I don't know, like drops like that and um, going upside down or like the two things I just don't, <laughs> I love going fast. I don't mind fast. it, but I hate getting wet. Like I want to see dinosaurs without. Oh, see, I'm the, I, I love getting wet. I just I hate drops and going upside down. But um, I, so yeah. in recent months, um, some people informed me that they were taking out all the props um, at the Triceratops mm-hmm. encounter plot, and uh, then one day they they just put up work walls and the rumors of a coaster like came back. But this time it's not like a kitty coaster; it's a coaster coaster. And I guess my logic was, um, well, they took down two coasters when they got rid of Dragon Challenge and they're putting the Potter coaster. That's one. So Mm -hmm. this would be like another one if you count Dueling Dragons as two different coasters. I mean, they were technically two different rides. Um, And and there's um, just recently I found survey markings in front of the Discovery Center. So if you take that plot of land that the Triceratops encounter was on, it's about the size of Camp Jurassic and the Toronto flyer. So it's a big chunk of land. Um, and the, then there's markings and survey and um, little ribbons tied around trees all the way down to the waterfront in front of uh, hmm. Discovery Center. So my thinking and what some other people are thinking is that we're going to see a coaster um, with a load platform in the center of the old Triceratops trail. And then the coaster goes down in front of the lagoon in front of the um over the lagoon in front of the discovery center hmm. so um, and, it, and it would probably just be like an out like an all outdoor right. kind like of a, like a hulk type thing where it goes hmm. over the lagoon and it it might have a launch but maybe not an upward launch like the hulk maybe a different kind of launch or maybe it'll have a lift hill some people still think it's going to be a wooden coaster uh, others are thinking maybe the flying dinosaur from universal japan which is like a winged coaster mm-hmm. uh, like manta at SeaWorld. Yeah, I could see it being one of those things where the queue is really immersive and then maybe like the launching part is pretty immersive and then or they have some kind of props or whatever. And then once you're on the ride, then it's the coaster part. And then when you come back, it's like, oh, you survived. Right. Exactly. Every ride has that. (laughs) Because like the the Potter thing is going to be highly immersive with show scenes and everything. Um, and this would be more like the Hulk, I think, where it's just this is a fun coaster that happens to be in the Jurassic Park theme park. Right. Um, is is my thinking. Um, so was the so, I'm ha- I'm trying to visual so the so, uh, visualize it. So like the Discovery Center, um, the Triceratops Trail would have been to the le- if you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from the front, yeah, it would have been on the left side. If you're looking at it from the from the lagoon, like you're standing at the entrance to Islands of Adventure at Port Adventure and you're looking across the lagoon mm-hmm. and there's the Discovery Center. Right. Just to the left of that is the Triceratops To uh, the left. I guess I'll have to look it up on Google because I've always, because you would enter through that. Oh, wait, no, I'm getting it mixed up. Yeah, I'll have to go on Google and see 
um, where that area was. But it's so then it was pretty much right next door to the Pteranodon or the Camp Jurassic then. Yeah. So okay. if you're looking at it from across the lagoon, like with Hulk's on your on your left and Seuss is on your right. Right. If you're looking straight ahead, um, you know, like Kong is on the left, mm -hmm. then Camp Jurassic and Pteranodon Flyers, right. then Triceratops Encounter gotcha. and then the Discovery Center. And Discovery Center is set lower okay. um, than the the upper level where the the, the hmm. Triceratops was or the Raptor is, because um, you can enter through the back of the tri the Discovery Center and you'll be in the burger restaurant and the gift shop, and you have to take stairs down to go to the first level of uh, the, the Discovery Center that right. looks like the rotunda in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, and when you walk outside the rotunda in, in front of the Discovery Center, uh, you're down lower. Right. So yeah. I think that the the coaster would start up by um, kind of where Raptor Encounter is would be the entrance and the coaster would go around that area and then come down uh, over the lagoon and uh, I'm guessing obstruct our view of the Discovery Center to some extent which it definitely does in Japan when they built the flying dinosaur so I I could see something like that happening here too yeah and, they, and it really does need something <clears throat> you know like in between because that you know Jurassic Park area is actually pretty it's a pretty big area but they only have you know like the one attraction and then the kid attraction so there's you know space to do something right and they had the triceratops thing but it just wasn't worth the money being spent on it for how little popularity it had people would rather you know do all the rides than wait in line to see a robot i think right. that the um the raptor encounter has been more successful uh, it, it's right there on the edge. You can see it as you're walking by or you can hear it. Yeah. Although I've been noticing lately people get in line and then the uh, team member will walk through the line and say like, this is just for taking photos of the Raptor. This is not an attraction. This huh. is not a ride. This is not a show. And then some people will leave. They're like, oh, I thought this was the ride because the line gets long. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that totally makes sense because you, you might think that's just like part of the queue into the ride or something like that. So, um, and then uh, one of the other rumors is that it might be a Raptor-based roller coaster. Mm, that um, makes sense with the new with the Raptor name. Yeah. Are, oh, and that does go into it. I was gonna say, are they gonna change the new, or are they gonna change Orlando's version of Jurassic Park? Well, we Park? know we know Hollywood is definitely right, their yeah. Jurassic Park ride and area is being changed to Jurassic World. What's crazy is I uploaded a video because I had heard that rumor for Islands of Adventure. Um, I uploaded a video and two hours later they announced that for Hollywood and I wasn't sure because I don't follow Hollywood that much. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, that's a rumor I heard for here. So if it's happening there, it's probably happening here. I just think it's going to happen a year later for here. I think they're going to get it first there um, because we already have the because our Potter coaster isn't built yet. We're down an attraction. Mm, I think sense. when that's open. Um, so a year from now. They'll, they might close, or after next summer, they might close our Jurassic Park ride, turn it into Jurassic World, and that would open with the new Jurassic Park coaster at the same time. So imagine um, all of Islands of Adventure Jurassic Park being rebranded as Jurassic World with the new Jurassic World River Adventure and a new uh, roller coaster and the updated Discovery Center all at the same time um, in 2020. Which, which to me is... Again, I always try to see the, I understand, but I guess I would almost bet my bottom dollar that that means that they'll take the Jurassic Park signage and do the Jurassic World signage. Yeah, everything gets from, goes from yeah. red and orange to blue and silver. That's the, it's such a hard, 
like not balance, but you know, like you want to hold on to the past because like you love Jurassic Park, right? <laughs> Let the like, past die. Kill yeah. it if you have to. I know, like I love <laughs> Jurassic Park. Like it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Same with Indiana Jones. So if like they wanted to update Temple of Doom, I'd be like, so like, because I know they want to do a whole new slew of Indiana Jones movies, like right, just right. like everything now. And um, with Jurassic World, it's like, so it's like hard because it's like, I, oh, I love the originals, but I do understand that it's a new generation. They're not catering to people like me who want to hold on to the you know, movie from 1993 because um, kids gr- are growing up on Jurassic World, you know, and right. um, Jurassic World, you know, merchandise. And so it makes sense, but it's like just it's sad, like when you see those kinds of things go and, you know. It, and um, I mean, we would still have the river adventure. It would just right. be adding a Mosasaur and an Indominus Rex to it and maybe removing the Dilophosaurus. <clears throat> it um, definitely needs a, I mean, bottom line is it needs some and love Hollywood and care. Hollywood needed it first, so I can understand why. Well, yeah. Ours just got a pretty good update, So, but it still yeah. feels very 1998. Because they're not going to throw a bunch of money on it just to update you know, kind of like E.T., right. they're not going to throw a bunch of money right. to, like, update all the animatronics. No. If they were ever going to, it would be... <laughs> animatronics? Yeah. Do you mean the Sears mannequin oh, yeah. dressed in cop outfits? <laughs> I'm always surprised you don't see, like, a string, like, pulling them, you know? <laughs> like, like, they're on a, I think they're on a record player turntable. Probably. I, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder, what do you think about... Because I've heard that Spielberg, I don't know if this is true, that he said, like, do not touch that ride in terms of, like, don't get That's, rid of it. Uh, that's the rumor. I, it's I don't more like, believe the story that. is more like he was really sad when Hollywood closed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, well, at least I could still go to Orlando. And he would be really sad if they closed that, too. He also gets a cut of every ticket to all Universal Parks around the world. Gee, that guy's filth. I, I love he's my favorite. One of my favorite directors. Oh, yeah. But man, he is loaded like i think he gets like five percent he's a huge percent of all tickets because when they opened the orlando park it was the first one that was just like a right. full-fledged theme park and they needed his help um mm-hmm. from uh back to the future jaws ET, uh, Park. even later with men in black like oh, yeah. all these movies are under the amblin banner or he executive produced them so it was he was instrumental in the, even, the park being even a from that alone he would be filthy rich but he got like from saving private ryan he got like so much of the percentages and jurassic he always does percentages which is smart i mean i think he's worth like his, i mean his yacht I've, like if you ever look up steven spielberg's yacht it's insane <laughs> it's like a cruise ship all to himself <laughs> but um, i don't think anyone else gets a cut of all theme park sales like that was a smart move I wonder if um, John Williams gets, because his music's all over the park. Well, used to be more so all over the park. So I wonder if he gets yeah. a pretty decent... Well, it's funny because he did cut. Harry Potter, so yep. it still replaced it with himself. So what do you think, like maybe not five years from now, but 10 years down the line, I always try to think like, what do you think E.T.'s uh, future is? Because on the one hand, they're not going to dump millions of dollars into an attraction that doesn't get that busy, that's on such an older movie. But at the same time, you can't just let that go. It's going to get more and more dated and more and more out of, you know, um, technology. Like, I what, think do you, it, what do you I think, think it has five years left in it? I think we'll see Men in Black close before that closes. Right. But you do think eventually it will close and maybe get replaced with something? Or do you think they'll try to maybe just well, with update the new it? Park, or... uh, and that was another thing I was going to say. I think Jurassic World, the rumor was it was going to get um, a new land in the new park. Um, but 
it really feels like that plan has changed and that they're just because they, if they had put Jurassic World in the new park, they mm-hmm. would still have Jurassic Park at the old park. Right. And they would like, what do they do? Close that whole thing down. It's just easier to rebrand the existing land than add a new land and then get rid of the old one. Right. Um, and I think they have so much on their plate that they don't have to worry about E.T. for right now. Um, True. You know, they, they have a whole nother park to build. I think they'll close Shrek 4D because they'll build something new um, in like a DreamWorks uh, fantasy land uh, in the new park. So I, maybe Shrek will get a new ride there and that isn't just a 4D DVD extra. Yeah. What happened to because I'd always for a long time I was hearing that like it was for sure going to be like Kung Fu Panda. And then that, well, that seemed to have died. Hollywood. That's that's opening right now in Hollywood. Oh, okay. It looks amazing. By I the get way. them mixed up sometimes, like because I I used to live in L.A., so I followed L.A. stuff. Really, I lived down the street from Universal, literally down the street. So now it's like now that I'm in Orlando, sometimes I don't keep up with the uh, I mean, California news as much. Uh, and that does look awesome. The uh, the the DreamWorks Theater starring Kung Fu Panda in Hollywood, but I don't think we're getting that here. Um, maybe okay. in the new park, you know, um, but I think the Shrek will probably still close down and be replaced with something else. There's been rumors of a secret life of pets attraction, which I think Hollywood is also getting they could um, do how to or, train your dragons. Right. Isn't that DreamWorks? Oh, as well? yeah. But I hold off on that one until the new park where they have lots of land mm. to build it out, make a coaster uh, out of it. So, yeah. Maybe dragon challenge comes back. Um, <laughs> dueling dragons as uh, how they, to train your dueling they dragons. They totally could, and they'd <laughs> save so much money by using the same plans and using the same yeah, uh, think, uh, track layout. It would be cool to see a, a suspended coaster inside a building, though. So I think that might be the route they go with that one. Um, and another idea was uh, another a minions ride. Like they have a Despicable Me Minion Mayhem right uh, right across the street from Shrek, and they were talking about doing another uh, minion ride over there. Um, so it's kind of like a whole minion area. Hmm. Uh, so things like that we, we, we might see because that's a, a weak attraction, Shrek 4D. It's also surrounded by a bunch of 4D things. So maybe if we're going to get rid of them, one of them, it's going to be that one. Right. You know, we're not going to get rid of Fallon. We're not going to get rid of uh, Despicable Me so soon. If we do, we just rebrand it as something else for the fourth time. Yeah, I always think, like, what would happen if Jimmy Fallon, I mean, I'm sure he's contractually obligated, but eventually he's gonna you know change hosts so i always thought like wouldn't it be crazy if he was like i'm done and then they have to like immediately like refilm everything what's great yeah yeah. well what's great is that you can keep it as uh 30 rock and keep the first floor as is and just add a new thing for the new host yeah because it because all the lobby stuff is interchangeable pretty much Yeah, it's just it looks like rockefeller 30 rock i mean has the same tiles even the carpet and the elevator is exactly the same is what i've heard (laughs) so I, um, I really wish they stopped. I'm I'm glad I got to do um, the soft opening. I don't know if you did too, but for a long time or um, for that period, they would give you, uh, they still give you the card, right? The color right. card. But they tell you to go upstairs now. Yeah. They would hold you in the lobby and you would wait for your color and then they would open the rope for you. And it was like this kind of cool little thing, but it got so congested and it was just yeah. like a fire hazard. So they don't do it anymore, but I'm glad again, those things that you get to only experience in like previews, because that's the point of them. They're seeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah. It's just sad though, because now that thing, it's now like the whole ding, first floor is ding, empty. Everyone it, just goes straight up to and second. It doesn't make sense anymore. Cause now when the lights change, you're like, wait, why are the lights changing color? You know? And <laughs> it was cool. Cause you'd be like, Oh, I'm purple. The room's purple now. So then you would go up the stairs 
I mean, they still do the tickets. You just right. You just skips the first floor. Now. To, it used to be yeah. you wait for your color on the first floor, then you wait for your color on the second right. floor. Now it's just wait for your color in general. And I liked it because then it kind of forced you to look around the lobby. You know, kind of like take everything yes. in. But again, it got really congested, like really bad. So I totally get why they made the change. But that's the point of previews, I guess, is to see mm-hmm. what um. So when so so 2019 for Harry Potter. And maybe as early as 2020 for the Jurassic World, um, maybe a new coaster, maybe the new river adventure. Um, but in time for the, it, it maybe 2021 at the latest, but still in time for the third Jurassic World film. Oh, they're, they're already planning on a third one? I'm... I believe it. Yeah. They probably are, I assume. Oh, they no, are. they announced a date already. Oh. They did um, last year. Let's see. I mean, doesn't the planet blow up? I mean, the island blow up. I mean, I've only seen the trailer, but like. Well, now see that's it's. I don't want to give any spoilers away, and I haven't seen the movie yet. But yeah, it's either. called Jurassic World for a reason. Ah, uh, um, that makes sense. Twenty twenty one, I think, is the release date. So the new land will be open in time for the third Jurassic World film. That's at least that's a uh, that seems to be the consensus on the rumors. <clears throat> Yeah, I've heard the new movies kind of eh, but the trailers, I guess you could kind of tell. I mean, really, it's a plot around. It's dinosaurs you know. chasing people. I'm going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you gotta get shut your any brain worse off. than Jurassic yeah. Park 3. At least Jurassic Park, um, at least The Lost World and um, at least Jurassic World had a third act. Like mm-hmm. Jurassic World 3, there is no third act. And that's all I really want in a dinosaur film is a complete story. But you see, but Jurassic Park 3 is a comedy. Like, that's how I always imagine it. It, it mean, ends like a, a Quest for the Holy Grail, where it just suddenly stops. It's like, oh, the military's here. Movie's over, folks. Bye. Well, actually, maybe we, I guess we can wrap it up this time rather okay. than go. I think the last time was like two hours because <laughs> we went off so much. But yeah. Um, a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, is there actually really quick? Are there any updates about uh, Nintendo Land, or is that pretty much? Uh, yeah. See, I was going to bring that up when we talked about ET because I, um, from what I saw from the Nintendo plans, it it worked around um, ET and left ET there, um, and uh, uh, the Nintendo plans. Uh, I mean, that's my that was my first video to get a million views. Uh, just got a million uh, last week. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, or two weeks ago, and um, the plans were set in stone. Like, it was definitely going to happen. They even put up work walls around E.T. so they could start tearing down Fievel's Playland last year. Um, But then all of a sudden, at the last minute, the work walls came down, and they recently just refurbished and repainted all of the kids' zone. They repainted Animal Actors, which was supposed to be torn down. They repainted Curious George, which was supposed to be teared down. Even Fievel got a little bit of a refresh, and Barney got um, they had to recast actors. So it looks like Super Nintendo World might have gotten pushed to the new park. That makes makes sense but then it's like you have that dead area of you know barney and fifo or and i think they'll replace that in time maybe with a i'd love to see trolls uh dreamworks trolls get uh, an area with uh that looks like their little um colorful village and you play that song from justin timberlake on loop and kids will love it because i don't think kids really know other than curious george what all that stuff is you know, Barney's not really on TV anymore. Certainly, Fievel has kind of fell off the face of the earth. And I oh, love yeah. Fievel Goes West. That oh, was yeah. like one of my favorite films when I was younger. Um, 
and animal actors still actually packs in a crowd once in a while. So it's good to have something for kids like that. Right. But, uh, and then there's rumors that maybe Pokemon will get, uh, an area over there instead. Um, oh, but these yeah, are all like later phases. Um, the first phase of super Nintendo world, you know, supposed to be being built right now, like it is in Japan, but with it being pushed to maybe the new park, it's going to be a few years later than we expected. Um, and I, the analogy I use is uh, Jurassic Park The Ride was originally being designed for Universal Studios Florida, where Men in Black is now, because it wasn't there back hmm. then. Um, I mean, it was like being designed for that area because that park didn't have a water ride. And next door, Islands of Adventure, at the time, they were calling it Cartoon World. And Cartoon World was going to have... Um, Looney Tunes characters and DC comics and all kinds of other stuff. Right. But um, the plans with Warner Brothers kind of fell through and they ended up keeping like Seuss Landing and Toon Lagoon, but they changed out the other ones for Marvel. They changed right. out the other ones for, and they wanted to anchor that new park with something. And they're like, you know what? Let's just take Jurassic Park plans and give it its own land and make it bigger, flesh it out, build the Discovery Center. Um, so instead of getting the Jurassic Park ride in 1995, like we were planning on it, we got it in 98 when Islands of Adventure opened. And I think that's what's happening here is that we were going to get Super Nintendo World, but now we're going to have to wait. And I think Japan was already going to get it first, but now Hollywood might get it before Orlando and we're going to get it with the new park. It'll be bigger, but we're going to have to wait. Right. And it's actually funny you bring that up for like, it's a long story, but I've had it. Uh, um, a, um, a video in development since like August of last year exploring Project X, what Universal was going to be, like what you mentioned with um, uh, the Gotham City and all that. But oh, I've been waiting. World. Yeah, but I, I, I made a, a there's a, it's a huge story. I got all these documents from someone of these like internal memos and stuff about the plans and blueprints and things like that. And there are a lot of stories like that would have, uh, I, they, I think it just fell through as a, a matter of uh, negotiations and um, yeah. arguing over uh, tiny amounts of money. And they're like, you know what? Forget it. We're just going to go with someone else. And they called up Marvel, yeah. who was struggling at the time, and they did it for less. But it was going to be incredible. Like when you um, look at the plans and the like, they were going to have this water show that would have, I mean, just like topped Fantasmic. And I mean, it was so ridiculous. And they had I think I remember... Um, uh, a Gotham, a whole Gotham City area yep. with a, a penguin ride yep. that was like a coaster. Yeah, first it was uh, going to be a Gotham City on its own, and then it was going, and then eventually it merged Metropolis. into Metropolis. And yeah, but you know, because there, there's this ton, it was going to be completely different. Anyways, enough <laughs> of my rambling. Um, thank you so much again for coming. I love talking about theme parks and especially rumors and. You'll learn a little bit about the history of the parks and a little bit about like its potential future. Yeah, it's and it, everything's in flux, so you never know. With uh, there's so much going on and a whole new park to fill with rides, so who knows what the future holds? Yep, and it's gonna be very exciting. So everyone, again, um, uh, you can follow Alicia on YouTube and check out her videos. She has a lot of really great, uh, fascinating. Videos about like the some of the stuff we've talked about construction wise and rumors. Uh, YouTube.com slash Alicia Stella. You can also find her on Twitter at twitter.com slash Orlando Park Stop. 
And then what's the, I forget the, the website that you it's write. It's just orlandoparkstop.com. Okay. It's where I post uh, my more thorough articles about things. Right. So the videos are kind of like a summer. Are they more of a summary of the articles? Um, well, that's how it started out, but now it's kind of switched the other way where I'm focusing more on the YouTube. Um, oh, cool. and I post, I wrote, I write for a different, lots of different websites. So I always, uh, share all of my articles on orlandoparkstop.com, uh, that I write for other websites too. So it's an easy place to see all of my work. Yeah. So check out her stuff. And again, congratulations for hitting that, uh, the milestone of 10 K and here's to hopefully hitting the milestone of 20 K and 30 K and a third of the time. Cause that seems to be how it, you know, it works once you hit that mark. You know, oh, becomes, here's hoping. Um, just make more of those, you know, like it's always the, you know, the, the trendy subjects that get the millions and stuff. So you yeah. just gotta, and it makes sense. And with everything going on, like, you know, it's oh, the yeah, perfect lots time to talk about. And, and just to, to comment on the, my Nintendo video, um, even though the location may have moved, those rides are still probably going to be the same. They're just going to add more to them. So it's still a good video to see all the different rides that will be at the Super Nintendo world, like Mario Kart. Yeah, no, I totally agree. All right. Well, thank you everybody for watching and we'll see you next time on Yesterworld. World.